Welcome to Sports Best Friends Footy Smile Season, a podcast constantly moving as day follows night. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T, views are my own and I'm recording these views in the Darren Centre of Excellence Studios and I'm a man once described as one third dumpling. I'm also a member and advocate of the Men of League Foundation. The foundation is of course the charity of rugby league if you are a charitable person if you've got a small amount of cash money and you want to help the rugby league community the mental league foundation is the way to do it you can donate just through their website they help men women and children with whatever needs they've got financial emotional physical they do whatever they can to help and that's what you can do chuck them a little a few dollary dues as a donation or if you're the kind of person who likes an annual membership um, they've got them, they range from $25 up to $1,000, and that'll get you a membership pack of the normal stuff that you'd expect. Go have a look on their website, it's in the show notes, you can see what you get. When you're doing that, don't forget to tell them Big T sent you. Second last ep of the preseason, we're feeling great, we're almost ready to go take on anyone that comes up against us. And that is from all of the big footy smiles we have been doing. That's what we're here to do. We give them to you by looking at Footy Smiles articles and old big league ones. If you want to get involved for the last preseason app next week, hit us up now. Get on Insta or, or tweet us about what you want to see, if it's a particular year, if it's a particular part of a team or a player that we can try and scrounge up for you. Hit us up ASAP. Also, if you love a footy smile story that you, you really want to hear more about or you just want to hear read out by my beautiful voice, please hit us up on that. Give Footy Smiles, obviously, a follow. If you are liking these stories and you're not around them yet, oofed, do yourself a favor because they don't just go through the preseason like this uh, podcast will. Uh, we will be going, Footy Smiles goes all season long and this podcast will switch back into a rugby league um, round by round podcast so you need to get around footy smiles as soon as possible oh also give us a writing uh, rating and a, a little cheeky five star on your podcast app and all your supporters turning up thank you very much yeah brah! speaking of footy smiles let's look straight at it it's a social media account that is the brightest funnest nicest in the entire rugby league community it's got that banner big beautiful and high on insta facey and twitter that's where you can find all the great stories that they constantly have up. That account was created and curated by a man so lovely, trees shade harder when he's under them, Jamie underscore 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 B. This week we'll be looking at DCE from Manly in a post from the 7th of May 2020. Daly Cherry Evans sent Hope a birthday message for her 16th birthday and it literally looks like it was the greatest day of her life. Apart, as part of her birthday, her family has had originally planned to go 750 kilometers to Sydney to watch her beloved Sea Eagles. On a whim, or maybe high, high on pain meds, I contacted the club asking for someone to send a quick birthday message or text for her birthday. 
wrote her mum, who was in hospital herself at the time. She wrote, anyone, a second grader, anyone would do. And the day before her birthday, I received a short happy birthday video from the captain of Manly himself, Daily Cherry Evans. She was so excited that she forgot she was in her pyjamas in a viral video. Please go and find that video. It is fantastic. DC is very professional and, and kind and very caring in his video. And it is fantastically edited together with Hope's reaction, who is dying. She cannot believe that Daily Chairman has not only said her name, but is uh, wishing her a happy birthday and has put a time into a video. So you've got to go and find it. It's a fantastic video. You're going to love it. It's going to put a big smile on your face. Whether you're a DCE, manly, or birthday fan, you're going to love it. Anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Speaking of loving it, we all love Big League. It's the official magazine of the NRL. And we're going to look at some dusty articles, which are taken from the archive. An archive donated by a man so generous, he once opened a packet of Tim Tams and only ate one of them. Ma underscore Aaron. This week we are reading from July 21, 2012. The uh, magazine was titled Stormfront. The article was written by Tim Matchett, and the article was titled Culture Club. The Bellamy Spray is legendary among Storm players. As Big League sits down with the Melbourne side to find out how the Storm have returned to the top of the NRL uh, despite a huge turnover of players during the off-season, one common joke emerges. You don't want to let Craig down because you get sprayed and told off, says Kevin Proctor with a laugh. You don't want to get told off by him and it makes you want to do your job even better. Everyone gets sprayed here but it's good every now and then. It pulls your head in and keeps you in line. Dane Nielsen, someone who went from unheard of player to origin star under the storm system, says Bellamy will jump down your throat if you're not doing your job right. But it's not to have a go at you and to make you look bad in front of the boys, he explains, but to know you can do better and that you're a better player than that. Behind the image of a schoolmaster disciplinary, his kids is a serious uh, disciplining his kids is a serious respect between, between player and coach. It's a coaching structure built on hard work and confidence. The players tell us, "You work hard in the preseason, and you worry about your specific role each game." It gives you a narrow focus, Ryan Hinchcliffe says. It's the simplicity of a team approach, not muddled in complex ideas and jargon. It seems to work well. Matt Duffy who has become a test representative since his arrival at the Storm, puts it down to attention to detail. If we have a weakness, we identify it straight away and try and fix it. Hinchcliffe lists hard work. That's the main thing, he says. It's about you doing your job for the team. He makes every player believe that their role is very important, which it is, that instills confidence in players who come into the team. For Bellamy, it's one thing to know what to do and another to do it. We certainly give them a job and help them feel confident and they can get the job done. But at the end of the day, they've got to make sure that they can get it done, he explains. If you don't do the things properly at training, you just can't turn up on Sunday and think it's going to happen. It's about getting it right at training in order to get it right, to get a ride on a game day, he adds. Underlying the principle of hard work is a genuine belief in each player. Bellamy has a way to play, uh, has a way, the players say, of convincing you 
that he believes you can do your job and and that belief gets Bellamy has a way the players say of convincing you that he believes you can do your job and it's that belief that gets the most out of players from the biggest stars to the relative unknowns Hinchcliffe, a regular in the side since he joined the club in, from Canberra 2009, says he gets players to believe in their own ability. When I first joined the club, he told me there'd be an opportunity here for me if I did the hard work. That's all he asks for, of you. He doesn't ask you to be a superstar. He just wants you to give your absolute best. The after effects of 2020, though, through 19 rounds, Melbourne sit on the table a spot many of the game's experts predict the club would struggle to reach after losing so many of its star- big stars because of the salary cap scandal. Offloaded by the end of 2010 were 15 players, among them big names Greg Inglis, Ryan Hoffman, Jeff Lima, Adam Tolman, Brett White and Brett Finch, who had combined a total of 907 first-grade games, 30 origin matches and 27 tests to their credit. In their place arrived Troy Thompson, Adam Woolner, Jermaine Lowe, Bo Champion, Maurice Blair, Sissa Wonga, with 518 first-grade games, no origins and no tests. They were raised eyebrows at the new signings. Woolnow was a 29-year-old who had been out of the game for 18 months. Lowe gave up his job in North Queensland pub last year to return mid-2010 to the Rabbitohs and played just six games. He was released by South in 09. And Blair hadn't played in the NRL since 2009 after spending 2010 with the Widner Wolves in the New South Wales Cup. The questioning glances didn't only come from the outside sources either. The recruitment this year was a bit of a surprise because they recruited a few older lads, says Proctor. Woolley and Troy Thompson struggled to get the defence and the little and struggled to get defence the little systems at the start. I thought they were going to struggle to make the side, but they picked it up easy and now they're killing it. Nelson agrees. Woolley was out of the game for eighteen months. That's a big risk for a club buying him. The twenty-six-year-old says he knew he had a chance here, and it's about grabbing those opportunities. It was the same. Kevy Proctor was the same. Matt Duffy was the same. You see it with Maurice Blair, Sisawonga. They're doing it as well. Woolley was out for 18 months and now he's come back and played most of the year. Jermaine was in and out of first grade at South and he's almost played every game this year. Bellamy answers quickly and surely when asked what expectations he had on the new players, perhaps sensing some criticism lay beneath the question. No expectations. The only expectation I had on them and I was convinced they were on the same page, is that they come and work really hard in the preseason. I was convinced that they would be successful and wanted to be as good as they could be. The expectation was they'd come here and work hard, and that was it. But the salary cap scandal had wider implications than releasing players. It threatened to derail mentality that Bellamy and his staff had cultivated among the team since arriving in the club in 2003. Coping with an overhaul in the player roster was one thing, but he kept the storm at a top echelon. Was the, was the ability of the players to stay focused on a long term. If we had let go and didn't give a rat's ass because we weren't playing for points, the mentality would have taken a whole heap of rebuilding this year, Bellamy admits. 
There was going to be enough of a rebuild done anyway, with so many new players coming into the club. But if our mentality had eroded that year, last year, it would have been an even longer and tougher job. It was a tough job anyway, but it would have been even tougher if we didn't play with a bit of pride and effort. The effort was best displayed against the Roosters in round 14 without Origin representatives Billy Slater, Cameron Smith, Cooper Cronk and Dane Nielsen. The Roosters had won two of their past three and had a strong side on paper despite the absence of New South Wales Origin half Mitchell Pearce. The Storm surged, winning 21-4. Justin O'Neill scored two tries, uh, deputising... Two tries... Uh, de- deputising for Slater. Hinchcliffe controlled the ruck in place of Cameron Smith, while Blair set up two tries in place of Cronk. Hinchcliffe recalls what the convincing win meant to the rest of the side left behind. We didn't want to rely on our origin players. We don't need these guys in our team each week because if everyone plays to their role, we can win, says Hinchcliffe, man of the match in this year's city, origin, sorry, city country fixture. These guys are great players, world-class players but we don't want to rely on them each week. During the whole origin period, we had that mentality that we don't need these guys to come back and lift us up. We'll lift them up. Matt Duffy perhaps says it best. On paper, the side isn't anything flash compared to sides like the Dragons or Broncos, but we'd have a pretty close game, if you know what I mean. And that's the end of the article. What an unusual story. I guess everyone loves, the Storm loves that they can continue to compete and stay up there. Obviously, that has a lot to do with Cam Smith and Bellamy. How transferable to other clubs it is, is probably yet to be seen, because we've never seen them really coach or play anywhere else. Um, a, lot of, a lot of commas in that article. Um, a lot of quotes, I guess. And when you're direct quoting footy players, it can be a bit of a mix-up or a bit of a jumble-up. Um, but it's great to see that even back then, in 20. 2012, we can see that that same mentality is still echoing true in 2020, 2021. So the storm of the club are just so fantastic, so phenomenal. One of you big, you got to play big. Well, that's all the words we've got for this week. This podcast is over, but we won't run. Enjoy your preseason for another week, and we'll talk to you next time, sports best friends. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes and we bloody love yous.